Blog Talk Radio. Hey! Quiet on the set! It's IWS Radio, starring the IWS players, Guy on your dick, Slider Ballscock, Joshua, Bobby Craft, Reverend Moneymaker, Paul Pyatt, Dusty Sandman, Dubby Stonehenge, featuring Canada's own Jamie Maple Leaf, along with special guest star Schmoop. <laughs> And now, straight from the bar, your host, Matt Man and J-Man. Wow. Cheers, greetings, and welcome to I'm With Stupid. This is the Matt Man coming to you live from the palatial digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. And sitting next to me, as always, a mere few hundred miles to my west-southwest, a man who asks himself the same silly question every day, why me, Lord? The <laughs> J-Man, bitches. In all the years that I've known him, J-Man has never asked me a stupid question. Oh, sure, he's asked me lots of really offensive questions, but at least none of them <laughs> have been stupid. <laughs> there you go. Hola! There you go. <laughs> Hola, welcome. This is J-Man. I'm in my luxurious studios in Redneckville, Arkansas. How you doing, Matt? Oh, I'm fine, J-Man. Busy week, but the weather's been great. Oh, boy, hey. How the hell are you? Well, wonderful, wonderful. And it's been an amazing week here, too, weather-wise, which, of course, is the reason for the uh, power outages and Internet outages <laughs> and cable outages this week. Uh-huh. Well, so, trouble down there, did you? Well, we had some trouble during the week. If I disappear during the show, then it's just another uh, another little gift from Cox Cable, and I'll call back uh-huh. in as soon as I can. So, yeah, we, sure. we it, it's weird, you know. Last winter, we had all those ice storms every three days for about a month, but never lost power, never lost Internet. but. No. Yep, 62 degrees and sunshine, and power goes out. Yeah, probably a squirrel with a bad attitude. Yeah, maybe they were doing some maintenance. Maybe they were doing maintenance while the weather was still good. Maybe they were winterizing. That could be. Was that a Pepsi I just heard you open? That was a Pepsi. Cold, nice. delicious Pepsi burns all nice the way cold. down at first taste Excellent. in the morning. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, you know, right. Jay, man, I usually wait till 12.10, but... I know. At 12.01, 12.01 I open my Molson eyes. Right, because, mm. you know, you have willpower. Yeah, something. You can... Yeah, you can you can you know you can wait till afternoon. I do, and it's yeah. tasty. Huh? 
So got a nice anyway. chat room forming already. Really? Well, all right then. We got oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Got some guests sure. in there, and of course, we have Miss uh, Jamie Maple Leaf, who we've already heard from. Yeah. Morning. <clears throat> Another brilliant intro. And look who's already here. I think I went past him. Look. Where did he go? Look. Hello. Already My on. name is Jesse yes. Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Everybody dance. <laughs> Ooh, Jesse Ferg. Rock me, Jesse Ferg. All right. Marion Maniac. That's right. Jesse Ferg. Now things can really get stupid. We got Jesse Ferg here. And, yeah, and sexy, because he's a sexy man. But, uh, well, stupid is sexy, you know. I, I've heard that. Like that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I learned a new word not too long ago. Really? Sapiosexual, people who are sexually attracted to intelligence. Really? Yeah, I don't know what the word for sexual attraction to stupid is, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's out there somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Maybe we can come up with one before the day's over. Maybe so. If we think about it, we don't hurt ourselves. So anything uh, fun and exciting and new and different and weird happened this week? No, really, it's been a busy week. Oh, my God, the beer mine's been hopping, J-Man, this week. Well, that's good. That's good. I'll tell you what, and it was hopping, oh, my God, Thursday. And this is on topic. About uh, five after three in the afternoon. Which is a busy time, you know. You got a lot of shift changes in, in the mm-hmm. area we are, you know, which is conveniently located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road in Bagwan, Ohio. Right. Still got some eh, three or four manufacturing plants. Got a wood wood place, a uh, steel place, a couple machine shop type things going on, and so it's pretty busy, especially on a nice day and. Late yeah. September on a Thursday, maybe some people taking a three day weekend and well, the phone rings about three o five and it just keeps ringing, and I have a uh, line of cars, which is not atypical <laughs> for that time of day. I got about six cars waiting, phone keeps ringing. I bet it's on its eighteenth ring. Finally, I get like a ten second break because I knew who it was, and I said, "What?" And, of course, it was the owner of said beer uh-huh. mine, uh-huh. drive-by Mikey, who had a very, very furtive and intelligent question. Do you know did. what that question was, Jamie? Oh, I want to hear it. You busy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
and uh, he's calling me on his cell phone inside of a combine as he's shucking up the corn, and it sounds like a hailstone. And he's asking me if our Pepsi delivery came, to which I said, does it matter? Well, yeah, it might come tomorrow. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, it's nice to know that he's keeping up, you know, with the details. (laughs) I sounded very iconic that he called with a stupid question (laughs) on Thursday. Prior yep. to our show this week. Well, you got all those blue-collar types lined up wanting their American beer. That's right. Miller Lite, Steel Reserve, Pabst. Ooh, we I got hear, a lot of Pabst drink. I hear sirens in the background there, Matt. Yeah, well, sound like an ambulance. So let's just hope it's a, they're taking a pregnant woman to the hospital. <laughs> Get her baby delivered. I thought maybe they were coming to pick up some one of your neighbors. Yeah, well, no, and we'll. Ooh, I got some neighbors to talk about here in a little while. Because <laughs> yeah. it is Good Neighbor Day, in addition to asking a stupid question day. It is. It is. Well, you know that uh, that phone ringing eighteen times uh, reminds me when <laughs> I when I was in college and I worked for Domino's Pizza. Our, mm-hmm. our manager, store manager. Uh, who didn't trust his girlfriend. He always thought she was cheating on him, probably because he was always cheating on her. But uh, he, he, she worked in the evening somewhere else about 30 minutes before she was supposed to get home because she might get home a little early. He would call home, and he would put that line on hold and let it ring and ring and ring. And when she finally got home, she would pick up. There'd be nobody there. She'd hang up, and the light would go off on the phone. He knew she would, she was home. Oh, my God. And so, you know, there were nights when she, you know, after work, she would go with friends and, you know, get dinner, have a drink, whatever. So she'd be out till you know, 10, 11 o'clock, and he would ring for three hours. And her, oh neighbors, her neighbors would hear it ring, that phone ringing and ringing. They'd complain all the time. He never cared. Yeah. Well, that's not being a good neighbor. Yeah, no. And when she didn't go straight home, when she finally did get home, he'd call her and go, where the hell have you been? Oh, God. And he'd scream at her, and there'd be customers standing there going, damn, I think I'll go somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't want an angry pizza. That's right. I want a happy pizza. I don't want him slamming those pepperonis down. They'll be hurt. That's right. I don't want to bruise. Well, hell, here's the, here's the thing. Like uh, the lovely and adorable Schmoop, she rarely calls me at work unless it's something important, which maybe mm-hmm. happens twice a month. If uh, the phone rings more than three times while I'm at the beer mine, she hangs up. You know why, J-Man? She's Because we have caller ID. Well, and we have caller <laughs> ID. And, and I think the owner of said beer mine knows that too <laughs> and I'll check it and I'll call him back when I'm yeah well a little you free would think time on my hand. him being the owner and him being the one who <laughs> you know got you know pays the phone bill and all that that he would know that there's caller ID yeah you would think so 
Because I've seen him erase some of the numbers that have called. I'm not saying why. I'm not making judgment or passing judgment. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. 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 So, yeah, hey, we'll we got some breaking news. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, he's, he's out there on the tractor today, isn't he? Yes, he is. Well, we got some breaking Maybe news. Maybe later we can... Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <clears throat> I know you're a big fan of this guy, Matt. The University oh, of God. Kansas has fired Charlie Weiss this morning. <laughs> I know that oh, would tear no. you up right there. That does tear <laughs> me up. Poor Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. After that brilliant coaching career at Notre Dame. Yeah, oh, yeah. One season as offensive coordinator at Florida, and then a 6-22 and record at Kansas. Mm-mm-mm. Doesn't quite get it done, apparently. No, it doesn't. Anyway, I looked, when I saw that he'd been fired this morning, I tried to find... When he was first hired at Notre Dame in that press conference, when he sat there, just as smug and arrogant as anybody I've ever seen in my life, and he made the comment mm-hmm. that that we'll win several games on scheme alone, you know, because he's an NFL coach and all these college coaches were so beneath beneath him. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Didn't work out that way. No, it didn't. I'll tell you what the funny thing is, ever since Lou Holtz left, I still love Notre Dame football, but I don't think I've liked a single coach they've had, including the 4-0 Brian Kelly this year. I can't stand him. (laughs) It's become a (laughs) love-hate relationship, J-Man, with Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the Irish did... uh... They took care of the mighty Syracuse. The Cues last night at Giant Stadium in the Meadowlands. Because nobody can play a, a game on their own home stadium field anymore, I guess. I don't know. All these neutral site games. I know between the um I think between the neutral sites and the away games, Notre Dame's pretty much seven games, eight games at home this year. Yeah, I I just uh, you know Arkansas played A and M in 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 Arlington at Jerry World Jerry's World, you know and heartbreaker A heartbreaker A and M's got A and M's got that ninety five thousand seat stadium that they just spent three hundred million dollars upgrading <laughs> sitting empty this weekend. It would have been a home game for them this year. Arkansas's yeah. got a seventy eight thousand seat stadium on campus that they couldn't afford sitting empty while we play somewhere else. Why do we Why do we bother having a stadium? Why don't we just play all our home games at Dallas, Kansas City, Nolens, <laughs> whatever? <laughs> Maybe we could play a game in the Liberty Bowl sometime. There you go. <laughs> yeah, tough, tough, tough day for the Hogs yesterday. Mm-mm-mm, Devastating. Yeah. yeah, got our hearts ripped out and stomped on. 
but we're we're used to it. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, I knew it was going to happen, so. You know. Yeah. Wasn't as bad as it could have been. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll find out what Notre Dame's really made of next week. They play uh, Cardinal Stanford. Oh, boy. Yeah. See how that goes. Because so far, you know, J-Man, they've only played Syracuse, Rice, and two Big Big Ten teams. So there's not really a good gauge on how powerful. Can't really tell. Can't really tell right now. Now, maybe if they had played Minnesota instead of Michigan this year, from the big yeah, well, maybe, maybe, maybe we would know. Uh huh. <clears throat> yeah, Minnesota finished off old Brady Hoke yesterday, and great move by Brady <laughs> Hoke. Did you see this with their their quarterback? Their co their quarterback uh, took a helmet to the chin, and he is just stumbling around like you or me late on a Saturday night. Right? I mean, he's, he's slobbering, and he's, he's just barely able to stand up. He's being held up by an offensive lineman. And Hoke is just like, run the play. Run the play. Let's go. So they run another play, and then they finally take him out for two plays. And he's sitting on the sideline, and his head is just kind of wobbling back and forth. And the uh, the backup quarterback, who used to be the starter, is out there. Well, he gets his helmet knocked off, and in college football, if you lose your helmet, you have to leave the field for a play. You're right. So they just Correct. send old wob- old wobbler right back out there onto the field. <laughs> and Jay, man, like he was four- probably wobbling. He was probably <laughs> wobbling out onto the field like a rabid dog. <laughs> Well, that and of course, you know, we are a uh, public service as a internet radio show, and we want to uh, we want to make people aware of rabies. And it's rabies season, isn't it? Or is that the spring? Sure. I don't I know. Year round, really. Year round. I guess. I fear put, rabies if, all year round. I, oh, I do too. But if if they put rabies awareness day in the fall, then I would assume that the fall is rabies season. Sure. Yeah, that would yeah. make sense. And in fact, though, in all in full disclosure, that was not an audio of a rabid dog. That's an audio that Schmoop took Thursday night when she came home from work, and she recorded me sleeping, passed out on the couch <laughs> at about, I don't know, quarter of 11. <laughs> <clears throat> you were having those wild Irish rose dreams. <laughs> I know, but I'm sure it's pretty similar as to what a rabid dog sounds yeah, like. Something like that. Something like yeah. that. Uh-huh. Man, look at that sexy chat, chat room, J-Man. Mm-hmm. 
Nice. All those guests. And you know. Yeah, and you know yeah, I was going to say, how could the guests become a real person, J-Man? They can. The they can do so. They can participate in the chat room by going to blogtalkradio.com and registering. It is free, fast, and easy, just like your host. And they can also, and they don't even have to register to do this, Matt. They could call in. They could on the rabies hotline at 661-244-9852. What are you foaming at the mouth over this week, folks? (laughs) (laughs) Very good. (laughs) I know what I'm foaming over the mouth with, (laughs) J-Man. What's that? After the show, Party Marty, lead singer of the house band, you know, the Dreamboats, mm-hmm. he's coming over, and he's going to pick me up, and we're going to go over to the dead brother's house. So, oh, it's a boy. little disturbing, a little sad. Oh, yeah. What's he going to do there? Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Cleaning the... Well, Clean the house up? Well, the house is about to fill. Stuff. Yeah, it's just going to be kind of sad. Not really because of the memories, but I have to help him take a floor freezer out of the basement to his <laughs> oh, van. God. Oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus Christ. <Christ-many. sighs> <laughs> and then there's something else out of the kitchen, probably a refrigerator. I don't know. Oh, God, probably. <sighs> Could we just sell the house and leave me alone? That's all I ask. Yeah. Got any, got a dolly or any straps or those sliders? Nah, you guys don't need that, do you? You'll just pick it up and carry it. Yeah, probably so. And and what I told Marty and I told Schmoop, oh, it's funny. We asked Marty to call into the show all the time. He can't do that, but he can sure as hell call me Friday morning and ask me if I can help him move a floor freezer out of the dead brother's house. That's right. Oh, sure, I'm available to call then. Uh 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 Out of the basement, no less. Up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, that ought to be fun. Should be. God only knows what's living in that basement right now. Other <laughs> than memories. Other than memories. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stored in said floor freezer. Uh-huh. Oh, I hope not. That would be creepy. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, Jay, in, in our vast worldwide audience... If you don't hear hear from me after the show, there's been a tragic <laughs> floor freezer accident. <laughs> One floor freezer out of the basement would probably put me flat out on the couch for two weeks. <laughs> I'm not going to be well. I already know. <laughs> oh, sure, I lift 30 packs every day, but they're not a freezer. Uh, not the same. Not the same. And here's what I don't know. I don't know how I can manage. 
can I smoke a cigarette and help him with the freezer at the same time? <laughs> I'm already working that out in my mind. <laughs> Do you have one of those hats that has the little beer caddy and the straw around? Can you can you be drinking a no. molten ice while you're doing that? No. No, God, no. It's going to take everything I have to just get it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm and more, about You know, if you had more brothers who were still alive, maybe it wouldn't be necessary for him to call you. That was you. pretty good. That was very good. <laughs> and people who don't know, if you listen to all two hours, that may have been the funniest line of the show right there. Very well done, J-Man. You, say, you know, you're sitting here thinking, God, couldn't he call someone else? No, he died. No, he died. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, best of luck to you on that, Matt. I hope it all works out. Uh, okay. I appreciate I you, that. I hope you don't, hope you don't pull a groin. Or have a hernia or something like that. Uh-huh. And you know I got problems with my right hamstring. Oh, well, yeah, I know, I know. I've threatened to cut that, cut that off. Yeah, boy. Can't get enough rest to uh, heal it up all the way. I'll tell you what, I've already got a plan, though. If I hurt myself, I'm going to disguise it until I get to the beer mine tomorrow. And then I'm going to make it look like it happened in the beer mine. <laughs> and, the first and there's going to be a workers' complaint claim right there, baby. <laughs> the first 30-pack you have to lift. That'll be it. Mm-hmm. You'll go down in a heap. <laughs> I will. And then and then you'll, then you'll have Smoop call me real quick and say, delete yesterday's show. Delete it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we'll take the hit in the ratings one week. It's okay. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> That's what's well, going I have on a, here. I have a uh, a shout out. Yes. But it's not really a shout out. It's more like I'm going to call somebody out. Really? This is huge. There was a well there was an incident this week, Matt. Uh-oh. Friday night. Where all incidents happen on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> on right. Facebook. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I I, know uh, where you're I going. made another Yeah, I know, I made another culinary masterpiece this weekend, Matt. <coughs> it was a, a spaghetti casserole. Spaghetti bake, I don't know, however you want to call it. And I mm-hmm. and all got all the ingredients did, there together, the hamburger meat, the spaghetti, the the onion, the green pepper, the diced tomatoes, sure. the mushroom soup, whatever else. I don't remember what all else was in it. That's about it. You I were accoutromized on this one. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. bacon. And uh <clears throat> And so uh, somebody came along, and uh, you know it's okay. And you know, look, I, you know, I mean, you don't have to like everything. You don't have to, you know, no. you can, you know, it's, no. you can express your opinions. One thing, but somebody okay. came along 
and said it <laughs> looked like I was going to make something similar to Cincinnati chili, which is, of course, pretty much what you get at Skyline Chili. And I have mm-hmm. never, ever been so insulted in my life. I completely understandable. So very hurtful. Tiffany, mm-hmm. if that's your real Tiffany. name. <laughs> uh-huh. And folks out there who don't know uh, what Skyline Chili is, uh, you're lucky. Consider yourself lucky. It is a truly, truly disgusting concoction. That is, uh, it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. It is super runny and, and watery. Um, it, it comes yes. out. It comes out the same way it goes in. By the way, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they pour it over spaghetti. There, Skyline uh-huh. chili. And, and if you've had the same experience, folks, you can call in on the diuretic hotline <laughs> at six six one two four four nine eight five two and continue, J Man. Yeah, and of course it's got that that cinnamon flavor to it, which is really weird in yeah. a chili like that. And, yeah. it, you know, and yes, it does clear you out, but it also sets your asshole on fire. <laughs> That's unfortunate. See, I don't mind the, uh, I don't mind the spaghetti chili because another Cincinnati company, Frisch's, it's a restaurant chain. They make chili mm-hmm. spaghetti and it's fine. Yeah, it's that oh. whole Cincinnati chili with the oh. cumin and not the yeah. cumin, the clove and the cinnamon and the chocolate. What the hell's up with yeah. that? Oh. oh, see, it's unnecessary. Now, I have no. I agree. You know, like you know, I could see taking real chili, actual chili with beans, with beans, and have to have beans. Yeah, and you sure. can put that on top of some spaghetti. That would be fine. Yeah. That's a normal thing to do. And if it's a if it's a little runny, toss a ton of yeah. salt cheese, aka Parmesan cheese, onto it. Yeah. Dries it up, makes it a little more solid. Good shit. Thickens it. Yeah. Keeps it from you know. Yeah, that was running right. straight through you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyway, that was uh, I don't, I don't know where, I don't know where Tiffany's, uh, I don't know where all that anger comes from. I don't either. She's, a, she's an angry white woman, Matt. Angry white. She woman. is. Well, <laughs> she's a redhead too. So. Well, okay. Well, that kind of that kind of explains it. Yeah. So. So anyway, I always that's tell what, people uh, I didn't know her that well in high school. I really didn't. <laughs> We're more tax close. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, anyway, I thought that was unnecessary, and it kind of, you know, I had a good week up till that moment. Here's the thing, Jay. You just you just gotta deal with the haters. Here you were being creative, being arts, just trying something new that that we discussed last week, trying something new. Put myself out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She could have said, 
she could have said, eh, that's just not for me. But no. She had to insult me. She got upset. She got upset that I was putting bacon and pasta in the same meal. That doesn't. That's How just, could anyone get upset about that? Those right? are two of the greatest things in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. And I tell you what, though, here's the big thing about it, and she may not realize this. That's Trisha Yearwood's recipe. So she didn't just mm. insult me; she insulted Uh-oh. Garth Brooks' wife. And de facto, Garth Brooks as well. Right. And and I bet Garth's not going to put up with that for a second. Yeah. Well, I don't really care about, well, I don't really care about either of those two being insulted. <laughs> well, neither do I now that I think yeah. about it. But <laughs> but, I, but but people are far, but, you know, people on Facebook are far more careful about insulting, you know, celebrities than they are just us regular everyday folks, so. Oh, sure. Might upset, might upset her a little bit to know that she insulted sure. Garth Brooks. Yeah. yeah, I don't like to upset celebrities. Yeah. yeah. They're good people. You know they're better than us, Matt. They're famous. They're rich. Ultra-talented. Sure. They're God-fearing, a lot of them. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But we have a friend In who fact, pointed Jay out. man. We we have well, a friend I'm who's sorry. pointed out that well we ha- we have a friend who's pointed out you know the the superiority of the celebrity because of their rich sure. because of how rich they are how famous they are so and how good and, they uh, are. understand yeah it's good people doing good yeah. things in fact let's uh, let's get this out of the way right now you know my my right wing friend Dr Gina Gentry Loudon. Mhm. She has a show that's called um, Smart Life with Dr. Gina, big Fox News contributor, and mm-hmm. a big fan of God. She had a bad day yeah. a couple weeks ago, J-Man. Uh-oh. But God Uh-oh. found it important. Yeah, he found it important enough to intervene in her travails. Smart Life with Dr. Gina. God did two really amazing only him things today. I leave for New York City in the AM, and I really wanted this particular dress I ordered for an appearance there. I got a note that it wasn't coming last night. This was really important to me, and I was super unhappy about that. Might have even had a minor tantrum over it. Nah... This morning, John came upstairs and handed me a package. There is no physical way that from last night to this morning, that package somehow made it here via mail. But it did, and it fits perfectly. So this afternoon, I took some time out just to hang at the beach with the kids. Jason texted and was running some papers by for my signature. So I picked up my phone to walk up to meet him by the road. Immediately, as I stood up, a rogue wave, that does happen, crashed into me in the middle of the beach. Everything was washed away on the beach, except my phone, which was in my hand, 
safely heading up to the road with me. We grabbed our towels and bags and all is fine. But my brand new, very expensive phone was saved with perfect timing, without even seeing or knowing a rogue wave was coming, like out of a movie. So thankful today for those kinds of little blessings that remind me of God's intimate involvement in our lives, even in the details that no one else sees. It's just His reminder, personally, that He loves us and knows every thought of our heart. What did He do in your life today? Headed back to the beach to enjoy your responses on my iPhone that I still have. Hey babes, Bagwine Ohio's very own Shasta Fontaine here. And when I'm not outside the beer mine, turning tricks for 40s of Milwaukee's best ice, I listen to Jay and Matt on IWS Radio. Those two comedy whores can pimp me out anytime. There you oh, go. Sorry, I was, dan- I was dancing. Sorry. Hey, were you dancing? I was dancing. I was getting down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Well, I tell you what, that's just amazing when that you God, God delivered her address. Yeah. And her phone. Saved her phone. And you know what's incredible? And I think it's a gift to me that God, I didn't have to even write that. It was written by the actual yeah. Dr. Gina. <laughs> And you know what else? You know what else God has done? God, God has What's delivered that? to Doctor Gina's eighteen or nineteen-year-old daughter her fifty-seven-year-old boyfriend. <laughs> Only God would have hey, done no. that. Only God would have <laughs> done that. It just happens to be and a I, I, know, I, screenwriter and actor. Just you know, uh-huh. it just happens to be what she wants in life. You know, so. I also liked what she said. I also liked when she said, I can't wait to hear your responses. Well, evidently, she didn't like to hear my responses about her great day because neither did about two dozen of her followers. Yeah. Well, what what she meant was, can't wait to hear your positive responses. (laughs) Well, she should have said that. See, if she had said that. I would have left it alone. Yeah. yeah, can't wait to hear your responses about how much you love me. And she should have <laughs> put that in. Yes. And yet, so. Amen. We're still friends. Yeah. We're like, and I mates. can't be friends. I I sent I sent her a friend request and. Uh, it said that she had reached her maximum allowable friends. Yeah. yeah. And that I would have to send another one some other time. And I thought, well, now not only does someone have to, at the deli, <laughs> have to die for Smoop to get full-time hours, but now somebody <laughs> who follows Dr. Gina has to die so that I can, uh, I can participate in the doctor. Well, I'll tell you what. On. I'm going to be a good neighbor, J-Man. Maybe I'll say something really disgusting to her today. <laughs> and she'll kick me off, and you can hop right in there, and I'll give you a heads up. 
How's that? Okay. <laughs> just just give me a shout out on Twitter saying, you know, code Gina, code Gina. <laughs> uh-huh. I'll say, I'm contacting Gina in three, two, one. Go, J-Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sitting at my computer with that. You know that funny way you sit when your back is all screwed up and you can barely stand the pain? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sitting there like that in a bad mood. Uh-huh. <laughs> Man, she posted something stupid about God caring about her fucking dress. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you what, she is pretty sexy for a bald girl. I'll give her that. <laughs> That's a wide part, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why she won't come on the show. (laughs) You know what show she would go on? What? Red Eye on Fox News. Oh, God, she's been on there. yeah, because you know it, it's a, it's a it's a comedy show, Matt. They're hilarious people. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> and I mean, they Some are quick witted. People don't grasp that. No, no, they don't. They don't realize how quick witted Greg Gutfeld is. And a couple of he's others. a they're, genius. They're, they, are. Yeah. they are Fox News' answer to uh, John Stewart, and they proved it again mm-hmm. this week, as they were talking <laughs> about a female United Arab Emirates fighter jet pilot. Who is leading mm-hmm. uh, the the bombing strikes on mm-hmm. ISIS or ISIL, whatever, mm-hmm. however you want to do it? Mm-hmm. Eh, apparently, both are okay. And uh, mm-hmm. so we'll oh, let's listen to their little. Yeah, well, so listen to their little exchange here as uh, one of the chicks. I don't know who the woman is there who's uh, celebrating this female fighter pilot. Major Miriam Al Mansouri is who did this. Remarkable, very excited. I wish it was an American pilot. I'll take a woman doing this any day to them. I hope that hurt extra bad from you because in some Arab countries, women can't even drive. Her nickname for Jennifer Griffin, Lady Liberty. Baby. There you go. Problem is, after she bombed it, she, did, she couldn't park it. <laughs> Would that be considered boobs on the ground or no? That's some funny guys right They're there. They're an all-American station. That was that was um, Gutfeld was the parking one. Eric Bowling, with the perfectly capped teeth, with the <laughs> boobs on the ground. Oh, he okay. Bowling was the boobs guy. Okay. Well, you know they made him come out. They made him come out the next day and apologize, of course. Yeah. Uh, which you know is you know we've 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 talked about this about you know the sorry not sorry. Uh, no. Apologies. And uh, I'm not a fan of him. He's not sorry. He shouldn't really be sorry. It is a comedy show, and they want him to be, you know, irreverent and wacky on that show. Exactly. Bouncing like the cycle on MSNBC. Right, right. They want him to be hip, you know. And uh, so they should have, you know. It it actually was. I'm just disappointed that nobody nobody thought about the, uh, well, sure, she leads the bombing raids, but. They don't tell you the fact that they went off 35 minutes late because she couldn't decide what to wear. Hey-oh! Hey-oh! <laughs> yeah? 
they left that one. Or they, well, they had to have a woman leave the bombing raids because the men won't stop and ask for directions. Oh, see, there were lots of hacky jokes they could have gone with. And the only yeah, reason for- she did it is because because the subject she was bombing was her ex husband. <laughs> Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, anyway, Fox News Comedy Hour, pretty fantastic. Well, I'll tell you what, J Man. You know what's even funnier than stupid questions on Fox News? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> it's stupid questions from a Fox News anchor team in L.A. talking to the national Fox News team in the form of Rick Leventhal at Ground Zero days after 9-11 happened. Rick Leventhal is at 9-11 at at Ground Zero uh, shortly after 9-11 and he's talking about 5,600 missing bodies. You know, they can't identify yet. Mm-hmm. And here's what he gets from the team in L.A. Fox. The search for more than 5,600 missing goes on. Now back to you. Rick, what can you tell us about reports that the Afghanis have captured three Americans of a special forces unit? Any truth to that? Uh, have not have not heard that on this end. Um, that would not be good news, obviously. But, uh, you know, the, the military has, has tried to, to limit news about its movements and isn't confirming uh, even that special forces are in the area. So uh, confirming that bit of information could be could be tough to do. All right, Rick Leventhal, live in Thanks, New York. Rick. Thank you very much, Rick. Don't you have any more curveballs? I mean, <laughs> come on. Is that the best you can do? That was horrible. Yeah, but you didn't sound too much like a dope. <laughs> like they were trying to make you sound. I mean, yeah. I should have said, uh, not hearing anything about the uh, special force being captured, but I am hearing quite a bit about the site behind me yeah. here. If you have any questions about that, I'll be happy to <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was talking about all the dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then and yeah. somebody at Fox Channel in L.A. saw a story on a conspiracy website and thought they'd ask him about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, you know, I think there's somebody else who likes for people to stay on on topic, and that is New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. Well, hell yeah. And let me tell you, if you don't stay stay on topic, he might uh, he might not be friendly with you. Oh boy! On Monday, are you going to be uh, addressing the legislature? Did I say on topic? Are you are you stupid? On topic, on topic. Next question. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all very much. And I'm sorry for the idiot over there. Take care. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh huh. <clears throat> so, so some people, you know, aren't uh, yeah, they, they don't uh, they don't care for stupid questions. 
They don't care for. And I tell you what, we have somebody on staff here at IWS Radio who doesn't care for stupid questions. And really? it, it kind of oh, goes along with, with Dr. Gina, too. It kind of goes along with oh, Dr. God. Gina because it's all about religion and, and God. And uh, that is the, the Reverend Moneymaker. And of course. He wanted to tell us. Yeah, he gets stupid questions all the time. Take it away, uh, Reverend. Hello again, friends and frenemies. Reverend Moneymaker here for Better Know Your Bible on IWS Radio. It's been a while since I joined you guys here at IWS Radio. I hope that things have been going well for you. I don't think anyone has ever had to deal with more stupid questions than I have. One of the stupidest questions I get is, Who made God? Who created God? Where did God come from? Now, these seem like legit questions, but if you really think about them, they're actually pretty silly. We all know that nobody made God. He didn't come from anywhere. God is everlasting. He was here at the beginning, and he'll be here at the end. In Exodus 3.14, we learn, And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. So there you go. Pretty similar to Marlowe yelling, My name is my name in the wire but not actually. Anyway, this pretty easily settles that stupid question. Another one I get is, why doesn't God answer my prayers? Well, gosh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe because your prayers are selfish and materialistic. Oh, sure, you claim to be praying for your friends or family members, but deep down inside, it's really about you. You want your friend to arrive safely at his destination simply because his tragic death would be a huge hassle for you. Also, you're only pretending to pray for others so you can call in a favor when you want something big like maybe a new car, or to win the lottery. That is selfishness, and God isn't about that life, homie. The other answer is simply that God knows what's best. You pray, he analyzes that prayer, looks into your heart, studies your actions, and decides whether or not you deserve to have that prayer answered. Sometimes, as the late, great Garth Brooks told us in a beautiful song once, you should thank God for unanswered prayers. Let's remember that. And remember that Isaiah 44.3 says, I will pour water upon him that is thirsty, and floods upon the dry ground. 
So basically, God knows what's best, and he will take care of what needs to be taken care of when he damn well pleases. I am not saying that you should stop praying. You should simply stop being a selfish asshole. It's just a thought. As you can see, questions such as these and others, like why does God allow bad things to happen? Or can you prove the existence of God and other moronic questions that atheists ask really get under my skin sometimes. But they're very simple to answer if you're a real Christian for IWS Radio and better know your Bible. This has been the Reverend Moneymaker. God bless. Hi, this is Jesse Ferg, and when I'm not yelling penis in a crowded church, I'm listening to I'm With Stupid. Was that over the line? No, I didn't think so. <clears throat> yeah. Silly, silly questions, Matt. Silly, stupid questions. I know. And if this so silly, you know. Why does God let bad things happen? Can you prove there's a God so stupid that you don't even have to answer? I'm sure if you're a real Christian, you already know. You know what? I like the, um, and I've thought about this many times, it was the introduction by Reverend Moneymaker early on in his pontification. Who made God? Man, that's that's a puzzler right there, J-Man. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're a true Christian, you don't you don't really worry about it. No. God, no. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said God, no. <laughs> I should have just said, oh. Well, God knows. God knows that you know, and you don't have to worry about it. Anyway, hey, the uh, Raiders are playing the Dolphins in London today. I've heard that. Yeah. Oh, you know that Go Commissioner ahead. Goodell, Commissioner Goodell was supposed to be there today, but he uh-huh. uh, he announced that, or the NFL sent out a little statement that the commissioner would not be going to London, and uh, yeah. Just like Hitler in 1940, circumstances are such that the commissioner can't can't make a planned trip to London. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, J-Man. If Roger Goodell can't go to London, London can come to CNBC Studios, as they did in July. Oh, yeah. Simon Hobbs, a member of the CNBC team, back in July they were interviewing Jim Stewart, a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist for the New York Times. And um, 
he was trying to, uh, Jim Stewart was trying to uh, interview CEOs of famous American companies who happened to be gay, and an awkward question pursued. Uh Uh-oh. There are gay CEOs of major companies, and I reached out to many of them, and I have to say I got an extremely cool reception. Not one would allow to be named well, in I the Well, I think Tim Cook is fairly open about the fact that he's gay at the head of Apple, isn't he? Mm, oh, no. dear. Was that an error? I wow. I don't know. I thought I not. You just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there you go. What's that? I believe we have a... a a technical difficulty here. <laughs> Where's the seven-second delay on that one? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I meant to say Kim Took. Kim Took. <laughs> CEO of Bapple is uh, is fairly open about him being, uh, being gay. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, and shout out to uh, Apple this week for uh, releasing iOS 8.0.1 and then having to take it back the next day as their new operating <laughs> system was uh, full of bugs, had all kinds of problems. The operating system for the, you know, the iPhone and the iPads and what have you. And uh, apparently it disabled the call feature. On the iPhone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so. I Actually, guess there's not... a, a fingerprint security thing that was disabled. No one could fingerprint into their <laughs> phone or something is what I've heard. <laughs> oh, my. Well, actually, what it really was, they had to they had to take it back and work on it some more because it wasn't smug enough for Apple users. <laughs> We promise our next operating system will be the most pretentious one yet. There's there's one guy in the Cox network, Cox Communications. You know, they're mm-hmm. a big right-wing ne- network. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but he he's pretty libertarian. And it's their money guy, Clark Howard. Very nice. He warned everyone. Do not buy this until six months later, because there's going to be bugs that need to be worked out. Yeah. No one listens, well, man. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Those those, those uh, Apple people have to be first in line. They have to line up to get the new product. Like she. Yeah, I got it first. Yeah. You know, and the incredible thing, what what really kills me about this is when the, when the iPhone first came out, it didn't even have a camera on it. And you know you could always you could already get phones from you know Motorola and LG and whatever who had they had camera had video camera everything like that and all the Apple people were going it's a phone you don't need a camera that's ridiculous and then the next iPhone came out with the camera and they acted like Apple invented the camera <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever and last year when Samsung came out with their new phone which was huge ridiculous big phone. All the Apple people, that's the stupidest thing ever. It's way too big. Well, now the new Apple iPhone, of course, is as big as the Samsung, and they think it's brilliant, incredible. 
They put it in their yeah. pocket, sit down, and they bend their phone. That's how big it is. You know, <laughs> well, here's the thing. And when I heard this initially, and Consumer Reports has debunked this, that they don't bend that easily. But why <laughs> would you put it in your back pocket and sit down? I don't know. I don't know why people do that. But I see it all the time. People walking around with their iPhone in their back pocket. Sit down. Well, that's fine if you're walking. Yeah, they sit down and call somebody. They butt call people. God, idiots. Yeah, it was one. I was sitting in Taco Bell one day, waiting for my order to be uh, done because I don't do drive-throughs. Not a fan. They always get it wrong at the drive-through. No matter how. I prefer to go in. I prefer to go in as well. Yeah, so I'm sitting there. And this girl comes in, and she's wearing tight pair of jeans, and she has her iPhone in her back pocket, and apparently she was getting a uh, wait, wait, text wait, wait, wait. message. Can we, can we back up for just a second? Sure. How tight were they? Oh, God, they were tight. <laughs> <laughs> they were tight. And, uh, and you know, I was just sitting there. I wasn't staring. You know, I wasn't staring at her ass. I was just noticing. Yeah. Right. Just a glimpse. And, uh, yeah, just taking a little, you know, just yeah, just taking in the scenery. And uh, she, I guess, got a text message or something on her phone, and it, a little light on it started flashing. And uh, which that, that's what, you know, it caught my attention. And I was sitting there, and finally... I so badly wanted to say, excuse me, your ass is flashing, but I didn't. Okay. Because, you know, yeah. that would probably harass You're a gentleman. Well, hell yeah. I would never say anything like that. Out loud. Mm-hmm. But, I'll tell you, Good. somebody who... Uh, who does just kind of say what he's thinking? Got himself in some hot Who's water that? this week. Well, our our friend and colleague, Bill Simmons, <laughs> on his uh, yes, his did. podcast, the the BS Report, and he had cousin Sal on. Cousin Sal, of course, the uh, from the Jimmy Kimmel show, and uh, Bill Simmons uh, just kind of said exactly what he thought of Roger Goodell, and uh, and then. Uh, said something he probably really regrets. I just think not enough is being made out of the fact that they knew about the tape and they knew it was on it. Goodell, if he didn't know what was on that tape, he's a liar. I'm just saying it. He is lying. I think that dude is lying. If you put him up on a lie detector test, that guy would fail. And and for all these people to pretend they didn't know is is such bullshit. It really is. It's such bullshit. And for him to go in that press conference and yeah. pretend otherwise, I was so insulted. Right. I really hope somebody calls me or emails me and says I'm in trouble for anything I say about. No, Ryan I don't. Goodell. I think because it's if, pretty if safe. If one person says that to me, I'm going public. You leave me alone. We the may have to bleep. Commissioner's a liar, and I get to talk about that on my podcast. Thank there you. There you go. We'll bleep the F and the BS, maybe, but the otherwise we'll bleep that. Really yeah, we can bleep that. Yeah. Please call me and say I'm in trouble. I dare you. Well. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even have to double dog dare him. <laughs> well, yeah, he dared him, and uh, well, he's in trouble. <laughs> ESPN promptly suspended him for three weeks 
<laughs> for that, three weeks. Ray Rice only got two weeks initially for beating the hell out of his wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, here's Maybe that the wasn't thing. the smartest thing he's ever done. No, and I, I don't mind his comments about Goodell. But here's the thing, and our friend and colleague, Don Imus, J-Man, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he did say something that's correct. If you dare them to do something about it and they suspend mm-hmm. you, you have to quit. Because if you don't quit, you have no balls. And I believe that. Yeah. I agree. If he's that yeah, upset no. about it, leave. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 the, and of course, you know, he's, the brand, he's his own brand, Bill Simmons. So he could leave. Sure. He could set up BillSimmons.com and he could do his own thing. Yeah. He could. He could. You know, he wouldn't be able to go on ESPN radio, but he could go on Dan Patrick. He could go on Fox Sports Radio. You know, he would sure. he could do stuff like that. He could get his own radio show or, you know, just stick with the podcast and just do his own podcast and and probably – Yeah, maybe that's he what he – yeah, maybe that's what he's going to do. Maybe so. I mean, he gets more listeners than uh, than Mark Maron even. He, he almost gets as many as, you know, This American Life or, you know. And Early almost as many as IWS Radio. Close, close, close. Which you can mm-hmm. call on the Bill Simmons hotline at 661-244-9852. Yep. And, uh, yep. and Jesse Ferg, you and me both, man, sitting on my iPhone would destroy it in a heartbeat. But uh, the thing about Bill saying what he said about Roger Goodell is just what everybody already believes and already, everybody agrees with. And it really, yeah, you know, but he, I mean, it, but then he dared, you know, you said you talk about, you know, if you dare them yeah, to do something, why do you they do, do that? And you have why to do you quit. do that? But on, on the other, the other side of that is if you're Bill Simmons and you dare ESPN to do something to you, if they don't, then they are pussies and everybody piles on and, and you start getting, you know, you start getting, you know, ESPN, Arkansas, Bo Madley taking shots at you, <laughs> you know, all the way down the line. That's the bottom of the line right there, probably. So, <clears throat> yeah. so they, they had to. They had no, When he dared them to, they had no choice but to do it. No, they should have left that part off. Yeah, because they wanted to yeah. suspend him over. They wanted to suspend him over his calling Roger Goodell a liar because NFL money means everything to all these networks. I mean, that's why you can't get any real honest criticism of the NFL. And there's no real honest investigation of the NFL. It's because without NFL money, these networks, I mean, NBC said, oh, we, we had more list, uh, watchers than viewers than any other network. Well, you take the NFL away and they finish behind Telemundo. I watch Telemundo too yep. with the volume. I watch I, I watch Telemundo muted, just because you know <laughs> the hotties. Of course you do. Hot, hot Mexican babes. The only truth you get these days is from um, Profusius. Oh, he's a truth. He's a truth teller. Yeah, and as you know, tomorrow, J Man is Confucius Day. 
who died long ago, but oddly, his brother Profucius <laughs> still lives. Weird. And he's got, yeah, and he's got things to say. People often say that nothing is impossible. If you think nothing is impossible, try slamming a revolving door. <laughs> that boy's got it going on. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Revolving doors take the fun out of the uh, dramatic door slam, don't they? Yeah. yeah. How can you do that? How can you do it elegantly? You can't. No. It's the same thing with, you know, cell phones and even uh, uh, cordless phones took the fun of emphatically hanging up on people away. I know. You know, back in the day, you know, you could be there at work and <clears throat> somebody call you and ask you a stupid question and you could yell at them and bang, slam that phone down and they would know that you were not happy. Even a cordless phone, which I'm talking on, I could slam it down, but then I'd probably break my charger <coughs> and I'd be sad. Right. right. And you could try to hit that little button real hard, but you'd hurt your finger. Exactly. Or get a callus. <laughs> Break a nail. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. good old Profusius. Good old door slam. <laughs> But uh, speaking of uh, uh, sports people, boy, there's a lot of stupid questions asked in the sports world. Oh, boy. No kidding. Yeah, like uh, like during the NBA playoff. During the playoffs, <laughs> a, sports, a sports journalist might ask Russell sure. Westbrook if one yeah. of his teammates deserves a maximum contract. <laughs> and Russell Westbrook... Might not care for the question. Uh, Jonathan Sharks, real GM. Do you think Harden is a max player? Or would you rate him as a shooting guard in the NBA? Um, James Harden is a, is a great player for our team. Uh, he does a lot of great things for us. And um, he's going to continue to do that for us. No more questions for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you guys are rolling along in the playoffs. I'm going to see if I can, you know, create a legal team discord here by asking you if your teammate deserves a max contract or not. (laughs) 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 There was another one that I found where uh, somebody asked a really stupid question to uh, Dwayne Wade, and you can hear LeBron James going, retard, in the background, but it just wasn't – you couldn't hear it well enough for me to – Use it on the show, but I well, appreciate I'll what. LeBron James calling someone else a retard. Back in 2008, uh, the Pac-10, as many conferences do, uh, they have a weekly teleconference to mm-hmm. question all the coaches. Well, in 2008, during the basketball season, Cali- California, better known as Cal, 
was 21 and 7, J Man, mm-hmm. which is unusual for them in basketball. And um, they had the Pac 10 teleconference. Morning, Coach. Morning. So, uh, and what has, I'm sure, been somewhat disappointing season, other than the obvious goal of trying to win each game going forward. Is there something that you guys are focusing on in the final four games that you can use, uh, you know, later on, even you know, going into next year? Uh, what was your first statement? A disappointing season? Well, in a you know, in a season that's not been exactly what you had hoped. I'm assuming, uh, other than the goal of trying to win each game, is there something you're focusing on going forward? Uh, I thought 20 wins was pretty good, second place. I, I'm, I guess I have this thing out of whack here a little bit. Uh, this is disappointing, and uh, we got a long ways to go. I'm very sorry. I'm not sure what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'd hope that was the case. I'm incredibly sorry. <laughs> well, at least the guy <laughs> said he didn't know what he was talking about. Uh-huh. Now at the time was 21-7 and seven and second place in the Pac-10. Yeah. Sorry for your crappy season, Coach. Yeah, there was one time, of course, I was going to get Bobby Knight audios, but then I thought there's just too many to choose from. Sure. <laughs> but I remember one time, and I think this was when I was in college, Bob Knight and, and uh, was was doing an interview with somebody, a, a pretty young guy, and he asks Knight a question, a really stupid question. And Knight turns and looks at him and goes, you know, that is the stupidest question I've ever that." I've ever been asked that is entirely too stupid. He says, I am going to let you start over rather than, you know, <laughs> what I should do and blow you up here. I'm just going to let you start over and see if you can do a little better. And so they, you know, you know, kind of stand there for a second and you hear the, the guy with the camera say, go. And he asks him a new question and that goes, now, see, that's a better question. Good job. See, he's a teacher. <laughs> That's right. That's what he's doing. He's helping people out. He didn't grab. He didn't, you know, grab him by the throat like he would one of his players. <laughs> See, my mom always loved Bobby Knight. Of course, she was the only German part of the family. <laughs> uh-huh. Of course, she liked to throw chairs too. Now <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> oh, that chair throw. What a great moment that was. But you know who else gets asked stupid questions? Constantly. Who's that? Politicians. Yeah. And they especially get asked stupid questions <laughs> during debates. And in the 2012 wow. Republican debates, <laughs> the stupid questions were flying fast and furious. President George H.W. Bush put in a horseshoe pit. What will you bring to the White House? Are you suggesting that heroin and prostitution are an exercise of liberty? What is our state motto? (laughs) Elvis or Johnny Cash? Oh, that's really tough. If the state wanted to allow polygamy, would that be okay, too? If you weren't here running for president, Governor Perry, what would you be doing on a Saturday night? Are you also suggesting that Congressman Paul is under the influence? Deep dish or thin crust? Deep dish. (laughs) As president, would you be submissive? To your husband. 
tell us which one of these people are saying crazy or inane things. Ordering some wings. Spicy or mild? Oh, spicy. <laughs> Absolutely. If you had a reality TV show like Donald Trump does, what would it be? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm stumped. I'm really stumped. <laughs> Yeah, you get the government you, know, you deserve. You hey man, <laughs> here's the problem with this country. <laughs> people are fed up with Washington. Well, who's the people who put them there? And I'll tell you uh-huh. what, they want those questions asked. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah they are more far. He likes deep dish pizza. I'm a, I'm a thin guy, but I don't know. <laughs> I like a guy with a healthy appetite. He goes for the deep dish. That's right. He probably likes God. his women curvy also. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we we are and very concerned about. And hopefully can get him two for ten. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, we 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 definitely are concerned which about which candidate we would rather have a beer with. Yeah. Than, you know, which one can grasp all the complicated issues facing this country? But uh, and by the way, if you were listening closely, you can tell that the uh, spicy wing guy is, of course, Mitt Romney because he's a wild and crazy guy. He is. He's a nut. <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> oh, and oh, there, there's there's whispers, Matt. There's whispers. They're talking. Oh, run again. He might do it. He might run again in 2016. Well, you know what Profusius has to say about that? Well, what does he have to say? Probably nothing relevant, but funny nonetheless. After much research, scientists have concluded that the most vitamins are found in the pharmacy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to turn out to be a rock star. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of pizza and Godfather's Pizza, you know, (laughs) I worked for I I worked for Godfather's Pizza for a while. You worked for Herman Cain. I worked for Herman Cain. He, uh, I, I'm sure it was him. The day, you know, they got a new CEO when I was I was there, and he was going around to a number of the stores, and our store was one of them that was picked. And uh, he came in. Well, there and, was a black guy, and they all looked well, the same, right? There was there was a white guy and a black guy. The white guy was the outgoing CEO. The black guy was the incoming CEO. I, I can't imagine it was anybody other than Herman Cain. Um, yeah, and, uh, and he seemed like a nice enough guy. Uh, sure. Got a lot of stupid questions from people, though, who would call in, you know, when they really? call in their orders. And I, oh, God, I'm not a fan of taking orders over the phone because that, that is effort right there. Oh. <clears throat> but we would have something like that. Because they want you to on. describe 
describe everything. <laughs> they want too much detail, man. Exactly. They would call. They would call, and and uh, we had a we put we had you know we put coupons at the at University of Arkansas paper and and the local yeah. paper and stuff, and we put flyers out with coupons, and we had a like a large two topping pizza for six ninety nine or seven ninety nine something like that. Well, how and, large are those toppings? Well, <laughs> well, our. And now when I was yeah, I was always, the first thing I have to do is tell them, well our medium is a fourteen inch pizza and our large is a sixteen inch. How big is sixteen? Well I just, I, it's sixteen. It's a foot plus four <laughs> inches. Wow, that's big. Yeah, it's pretty big. Pretty big. Uh, which two toppings come on this? <laughs> Whichever two you want. Well, I want cheese. Well, cheese actually already comes on the pizza. You get two more toppings. Oh, dear. <laughs> what if I only want one topping? <laughs> Do I get a discount? No, you don't. Oh, God. <laughs> when two for seven ninety nine, one should only be six ninety nine, right? No. <laughs> And that's what it would be all night long. Uh, <laughs> and then it would be, could your driver stop and get me cigarettes on the way? <laughs> I'll tell you what, that still happens because they come through the beer mine. Hey, I uh-huh. need a two liter of Coke and a pack of smokes for my customer. Uh-huh. When, <laughs> when I first started. Somebody, they, somebody else was saying, when you asked if you know, we get cigarettes, and I turned and I'm looking at, at you know, everybody who who worked there longer, and I said, well, we pick up cigarettes for you, and the drivers are all like <laughs> nodding their head, going, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, okay, what do you want? <laughs> I don't know. They come in a God. green box. <laughs> <laughs> Which I posted about. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> No, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, the other night, and this person, well, actually, the smoker broke rule number one. Never send someone to get your cigarettes who doesn't smoke, because oh, this guy yeah. came through the beer mine <laughs> and said, I need a pack of cigarettes. Okay, what kind? I don't know. They come in a green box. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, boy. Write it down, smokers. Yep. (laughs) Send an empty box with them so you can just hold it up and show it. Exactly. And they can just say, I need a pack of these. And they can show me. Yeah. Well, we would... uh, we would do it. We would go ahead and get the cigarettes. Usually people who asked us to do that would actually give us a pretty good tip. So we would do that. Sure. And uh, and we only had Coke and Diet Coke. If they wanted a Mountain Dew or Mr. Pibb or an RC Cola or something, we would get that. <clears throat> but we weren't allowed to get beer for anybody. So we had to do that on the down low. But if it was a regular yeah, customer, I think, yeah. you know. Yeah. If it was a regular customer, and I think, we would do yeah. It. 
And I think the place next to us, they only co- carry Coke products, so sometimes yeah. the drivers come through. <coughs> well, Pepsi. And you get Pepsi products. Yeah. But where we drew the line was when they would ask us to run through McDonald's for their kid. <laughs> Are you well, Mom and I, I want a pizza. Mom and, and I want a pizza, but <laughs> but the little one here wants a happy meal. <laughs> Will you do that? Well, no. that happy meal is going to call you, cost you fifteen bucks, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> yeah, I guess we could have done that because I guess we could have told them. Now that's going to be a four dollar delivery charge right there or something. Oh yeah, working the phones at a pizza joint. Now that's that's stupid question central right there. <clears throat> Those people. They've always got to have so much information. And they always just you know, they'll sit there and they'll ask about, you know, what's on your super supreme? And then do you have anchovies? How much is an extra topping? And then they'll say, you know what, just get me a pepperoni. Every time. Every time. <laughs> Just get me pepperoni. It's all right. Oh, I've had this, Jay, man. Do you have, do you have Coke Zero? No, we quit carrying that. You got Diet Coke? Oh, yeah. Okay, give me a Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Why are you playing charades? Let's just get to it. Why don't I get you a bag of cheese puffs while you're, while I'm at it? You know? Yeah. We have candy bars, too. Bag of ice? Well, okay. Maybe a take five, all right. <laughs> yeah, bag of there you go, man. That's good. You got to do the old upsell right there. Do the old upsell. Oh my upsell. God! I get com- I get compliment compliments even from um, drive-by Mikey on that. Yeah. People come to. Could I have an 18 pack of Bud Light? 18. Why don't you get a 24? All right. Uh-huh. Well, that's because Matt, you're 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 not just selling beer; yeah. you're selling Matt Man. I'm selling a lifestyle, Jay Man. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, um, Profusius has something to say about beer. In beer, there is freedom. In wine, there is health. In cognac, there is power. And in water, there is bacteria. And there's fluoride in your water. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Which, of course, you know, make you a zombie of the for the government. Oh, and a communist. 
James Trafkamp would never have anything to do with that. So uh, I was just getting ready to say, Matt, we got to give a shout out to one of one of my absolute favorite. If you're a political junkie, uh, uh-huh. you loved James Trafficant. and I know he was a yeah. crook. He was a crook. He was corrupt. Oh, but he was he was he was a wonderful human being though, and he was a laugh a minute. Yeah, he died. He was a congressman. Uh, Before that, he was. Sheriff of Mahoning County, Youngstown area yep. in Ohio. Yep. Yep. Died. Uh, I guess it was. Was it Friday afternoon or or yesterday morning? Yeah. I think yesterday. He yeah, drove, a farming accident. He died in a tragic tractor accident on his farm. Yep. Uh huh. But I'll tell you what, Jay, man, we have exclusive audio. Uh huh. Of him. Begging to be led into the pearly gates to St. Peter. And St. Peter says, well, some people don't think you're all that. And, well, here we go. Here's what James Trafficant says to the people who say he's not allowed to be in heaven. Uh, I want you to disregard all the opposing counsel has said. I think they're delusionary. I think they've had something funny for lunch in their meal. I think they should be handcuffed to a chain link fence, flogged, and all of their hearsay evidence should be thrown the hell out. And if they lie again, I'm going to go over and kick them in a crotch. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Trafficant. Mr. Lewis? Nothing further, Mr. Chairman. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> yep. Jim Trafkin, the only man, still the only man to ever defeat the federal government in court, pro se, in a uh, tax charge. Got him the second time around. He did some time. But uh, unfortunately, Dad, at 73, he will be cremated. His uh, remains will be placed in an urn, and his toupee will be put on top of the urn. <laughs> As it should be. <laughs> the worst toupee in the history of toupees. He must have bought that in a second-hand shop. In a little town in Ohio. Where he got it. <clears throat> a little roadside. The funny thing about trafficking, the funny thing about trafficking, he was a Democrat who voted with the Democrats like 40% of the time. He should have been born in West Virginia. <laughs> he should have been. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, Jesse uh, lets us know in the chat room that he used to work for uh, Little Caesars, <clears throat> where the Ooh. small was 14 inches and the large is an 18. And they would answer the phones. Thank you for calling Little Caesars, where bigger is better. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> like you didn't already know that, folks. Yep. And if you've got funny stories about stupid questions people have asked you over the years, folks, you can call us up. On the Stupid Question Hotline at 661-244-9852. And you know what else today is, Matt? Today is... What is it? Good name. 
Good Neighbors Day. Yes, it is. Day where we celebrate being a good neighbor and we maybe go over and meet our neighbors and shake their hand and say hi to them, tell them we care about them, shit like that. And it uh, turns out Bobby Kraft is all about being a good neighbor. Is he really? He is. He is. He wanted to tell us all about it. And he's got some good advice about being a good neighbor. I can't neighbor wait. <laughs> hey, everybody. Bobby Kraft here for My Own Cheddar on IWS Radio. I am quite possibly the best neighbor anyone could ever have. Oh, yeah, it's true. I am so damn considerate of my neighbors that it makes me sick sometimes. Let me tell you about some of the stuff I do just to be thoughtful. I listen to music with my headphones on. I don't want to bother my neighbors with my music even though I know that I have much better taste in music than they do. I am also careful to keep my TV volume at reasonable levels. And if I'm up late at night, I keep that volume down even a little more, just to make sure I don't wake anyone up. Same goes for early in the mornings, especially on the weekends. I know people love their weekend sleep. I am careful not to run my dishwasher or washer and dryer late at night. Those things make an awful racket, you know. Same goes for vacuuming. My vacuum cleaner is the noisiest vacuum cleaner I have ever seen in my life. It's crazy. Even though we're allowed to have pets here, I don't. I know how loud and messy they can be. I don't really care for cats much, but I love dogs. But dogs bark and whimper and shit all over the place. You just can't really have that. You you can't get mad at them because, I mean, that's just what dogs do, right? But if I had a dog, I'm sure I would get all kinds of upset. If he barked, and I'd start worrying if he was bothering the neighbors, and then he, you know, the dog would get upset because I'm upset, and then he'd bark more. I also keep my place pretty clean and bug-free. Not everyone is as considerate as me when it comes to things like that. I also make sure to keep my public areas around my apartment clean and free of litter because I hate litter. People who litter are the worst. Most importantly, though, I don't have any kids. There is nothing more inconsiderate than having kids and then living in an an apartment. Kids are noisier, messier, and far less lovable than dogs. They scream and they cry and they bitch and they whine and they just bug people all the time. You're trying to sit outside and enjoy adult beverage, you know, in the evening and they just come up and start asking you questions, start pestering you. My God, they're annoying. One time, a few years back, when I was living in the hood, I heard some kids playing outside, and I kept hearing this banging noise. So I looked out the window, and they were throwing rocks at cars. I'm serious. So I real quick called the property manager, and she was like, you know what, I, I know who those kids are, but I think I'm just going to call the police instead of dealing with their parents. That's how bad it was. Well, I went on outside, you know, to make sure that they stayed away from my car and my neighbor's cars, because I'm thoughtful like that. So as you can see, I am a truly great neighbor. Everywhere I've lived, I've been the neighbor that nobody ever complains about, and the one that everybody always smiles at and waves at and is cordial to. People appreciate how conscientious I am, 
and they let me know it in subtle ways. I guess they also know how humble and modest I am, and that's why they don't make such a big deal about it. For IWS Radio, this has been Bobby Kraft. As always, bring in the cheese. Hey everyone, this is Warrior Cat, and you're listening to IWS only on Blog Talk Radio. Mwah! Mwah! Yeah. <laughs> you alright? Uh, oh, yeah, baby. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's important to be a good neighbor, isn't it, Matt? Yeah, it is. And I oh, wish yeah. people in Ferguson, Missouri could be good neighbors oh, because God. evidently a poli- evidently a policeman was shot last night Jay man and you know why people are angry man they're really angry <laughs> I hate that uh-huh. yeah <laughs> you knew we uh, would get that in somehow yeah I meant to bring that up earlier that uh that I, saw. I also yeah, saw I this morning too. that they that they're now first of all last night they said a cop was shot and that uh the assailant was dead. That turned out to be false. The, shot, the cop was shot, but the assailant uh, got away. And uh, and it turns out it was also not part of the uh, the protest, or they don't think it was. It was just a lone person behind the community. Well, center. it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, these people, up they, to no good. They, yeah, they come in to these protests, and then they just want to do nothing good and yeah. use it as an excuse. Yeah, <clears throat> up to something nefarious. Yes. So anyway, yeah, that's that's not uh, they're not being, and of course, poor. Uh, I feel bad for the town of Ferguson. You know, they 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 hired a PR firm who was going to help them, you know, fix up their image because they were ignoring the advice that we gave them a few weeks ago for free. Which and, one? Uh, they, well, it was a whole list of things, you know, like, you, you know, <laughs> Ferguson, I can't remember all of them, you know. But, uh, you know, you know, Ferguson, uh, Mark Twain might have slept here, you know, stuff like that. It's good uh-huh. stuff. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, next door to River City, you know, you don't want to be too close to the river. Maybe you want to be the next town over. But... <laughs> So anyway, they hired a PR firm, and it turns out the PR firm, everybody works there is white. So that was a bad look for them. So they had to, you know, yeah, try something well, different. Yeah. So then they go with a different PR firm, and they get this this public relations guy, and he's black, he's you know, good looking guy, clean and articulate. <laughs> so Joe Biden will like him. Definitely like Barack out, Obama. Right. Turns out this guy actually has a uh, criminal record, and he actually killed somebody. <laughs> huh, that's amazing. Really? Yeah, so that's not that's I can't not working imagine out that. Yeah. No, no. <clears throat> you know, I mean, he's hard, he worked hard to turn his life around, but, you know, maybe this is not the correct the situation for him. Just saying. Yeah. So. Boy. Anyway, how's the shout neighbor? Cle- we need a little cleansing, J-Man. Well, maybe we do. People ask, Profusius, why do I see the lightning? 
before I hear the thunder. I tell them it's because your eyes are in front of your ears. (laughs) (laughs) That man is a genius. And I can't believe he's like... He's like 3,000 years old. <laughs> and he's still hip. Oh, yeah. He's, he's more hip than uh, than Larry King, even. Hell, he's even got one more, if I remember which one it is. Now, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell? Thank you for this one, Jay, man. Let's just do it. Love your neighbor as you would yourself. But please, don't jack him off in public. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's good advice. advice. (laughs) You cannot (laughs) argue with that advice right there, man. (laughs) Not at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have 19 minutes left in the show so you could call in on the Profucius hotline at 661-244-9852 tell us, tell us about your good neighbor policy what do you do to be a good oh, neighbor I'll tell you what Jay I had some good neighbors over the years yeah yeah, yeah. I had Mr. Atkins. He lived, uh, well, let's say he had a trellis. He had this giant trellis in his backyard. So what we did, we tied fishing line to the clanger on the bell that was on his trellis. (laughs) And we worked back to our backyard into this little clubhouse we had. And every night we would pull on it. We weren't good neighbors. He was. But we weren't. And it would ring and it would ring and no one was there. We had 300 foot on that climber line. Well, what you you guys were just you know you were like you know engineering students, teacher. Well, I was going to say we were twelve, but actually we were like twenty five. No, actually, right? No, we were twelve. We were twelve. We were stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> but clever, yeah, we were good nonetheless. No, oh, yeah, when I was a kid, we were good neighbors. We were the good neighbors that would go out after dark and knock on the door and run away. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, that was always fun. Yeah, I was a good neighbor. I was I was such a good neighbor, I ran over our neighbor's mailbox once. That's a good neighbor right there. Did you fix it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, that that makes you a good neighbor. Sure. 
Bill and Beth Young, who lived across the street from me, you know, when I had a house. Right. We had a big Fourth of July celebration every year. Probably about $1,000 of fireworks going off every year between the two of us. Yeah. Even the cops, they just drove by. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, we had Mr. Jameson lived behind us there. Old man Jameson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be out there in the backyard playing the whistle ball. Knock the ball over into his Love yard. Yeah. yeah. Run around, knock on the door, asking we go in the yard and get it. Yes. Oh my God. Then the next time, yes. Then the third time, don't always say yes, then go get it. Slam the door. <laughs> well, we had a different one when I was younger. We had Mr. Rankin. If our wiffle ball went into his backyard, he kept it. <laughs> <laughs> now later in life we we overcame that with a different neighbor but no Mr. Rankin was evil <laughs> he had a he had a wiffle ball collection <laughs> yes he did he probably wrote every one of our names on every wiffle ball that went over his fence <laughs> and then he probably pinned them to his wall. <laughs> uh huh. Oh God. Yeah. Of course he was ninety four. Yeah. Yeah. I don't you know how. Old. On. You died on. You died on, kid. Yeah, Mister Jameson. I don't know how old Mr. Jameson was. I had a dog that uh, jumped his fence once. And, well, I was going to go up and play basketball. And I was, you know, running by there, and the dog wanted to go with me, as dogs would do, right? He jumped his mm-hmm. fence <clears throat> real quick, opened the gate, and got the dog out. and just turned around, and there's Mr. Jameson holding his shotgun. I'll kill him. I'll kill him if he comes in my yard. He tramples over my tomatoes. Go right ahead. Pull the trigger, old man. I dare you. No, I I ran. (laughs) Run for it, buddy. Crying. (laughs) Uh That was in like, you know, 1982, 1981, something like that. The guy did that today. He'd get his ass arrested and thrown in jail. You pulled the gun on my little snowflake. (laughs) You scared my little precious. Speaking of uh, little snowflakes, pure and innocent, <laughs> little precious, probably the stupidest thing that's ever happened in the history of the world, a pretty damn stupid question, followed by <laughs> the stupidest answer ever, was in the Miss Teen USA pageant <laughs> oh, a few years yeah, ago. Oh, yeah, this is beautiful. <laughs> I love every second of this, and I play it whenever I, I do, too. Play. Miss Teen South Carolina was put on the spot (laughs) by a deep, deep question. 
Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have that. And uh, I believe that our ed education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like <laughs> such as, and I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries. So we will be able to build up our future for our Thank you very much, South Carolina. Thank you very much. Beautiful answer. <clears throat> such as, such as a beautiful answer. From this. You know, South Carolina and the <coughs> North Carolina and the <coughs> such as Iraq, South mm -hmm. Carolina and South Africa and such. <coughs> and Asia. <coughs> and Asia. Throw in Asia there at the end. One of the great moments oh in the history of pageants right there. Mm-hmm. And I'm and sure Fox I actually think that that... Well, they put her on the spot. I can't believe she's not working for Fox News now, to be honest with you. I can't. Well, maybe she is. It may be so. She's pretty enough to be working for him. You know, went to Appalachian State. Come on. That's, you know, mm -hmm. Appalachian State is the Stanford of the Southeast, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of the Asians, I was watching a little Friday Night Football there on ESPN because I was getting a chance to watch Bob Davies' team lose. Yeah, you know he like he's a football coach there at New Mexico, and it's eleven yeah. o'clock on a Friday night in Albuquerque. And is that where New Mexico University of New Mexico is? Albuquerque. Oh yeah. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. I don't anyway, know. so. They're showing this, this, this study hall, little study hall there on campus. It's 11 o'clock on a Friday night. There's a football game on, and the study hall is full of Asian kids studying. <laughs> and I thought, not that's why America, no, no, all Asian kids, and that is why America is losing. That's why China's kicking our ass because they send all their kids. People the are angry, man. They're really angry. <laughs> they study and they go back to China and they kick our ass after they uh, make uh, knockoffs of uh, our products. Yeah. Something like that. Well, I'll tell you what, there's more to that. J Man. We didn't get to this last week, but when Sean Hannity was beaten uh -huh. as a kid, you know, you know how he responded. I got hit with a strap, bam, 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 I, I, and I've never been to a shrink. 
uh, by my father. I would tell you that I deserved it. I think he went too far, mm -hmm. but I don't want to see this guy get a felony. I don't want to see this guy lose his job. I don't want to see this guy. He's, he deserves parenting classes. Well, did your Changing dad, time. Did uh, your dad stick leaves in your mouth like Adrian Peterson? My father punched me in the face when I talked back to him once, and I deserved it. <laughs> No, Listen, in totally some cases, now. and also there's a difference what? between spanking and child abuse. My father and took spanking a, he and took his punishment. Listen, but we grew up I'll in a time. Listen, I had belts too. We grew oh, up in a time where that was commonplace. Oh, dangerous! You just want to take your belt off. No, That's yeah, I do. Or do you want to hit me with it? No, it's, I got it like this. Yeah. And you, I deserved it. I was a we, troubled kid. You know what? You know we what? know better. We Legally, know better. There's a whole standard. This is back to what Dr. Romby said. There's a standard now, and if it goes beyond the pale and it's not reasonable, that's when their felony charges step in. Damn. Yeah. Oh, Sean likes, Sean likes the spot banking and the punching in the mouth. Yes, he does. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah I'm trying to bring him on Facebook. Mistress Isabella pulls out the belt and starts whipping him. I'm I'm just guessing. I don't know for sure that he's into that, but I would think he is. <laughs> I'm like if Jesse Ferg pulled out the belt. Oh, you know it. <clears throat> but Jamie's not into that, though. She's more of a cuddler. Or she would say, okay, go ahead. No. <laughs> Canadians are pretty agreeable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of which, uh, Minnesota, the Vikings lost their quarterback, Matt Castle, broken bone in his foot. So, uh, no, I thought Teddy you were going to say Sage Rosenfels. <laughs> no. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater era has begun in in Minnesota, and uh, I, know. I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work out uh, that well for them because uh, they just they seem to have trouble when dealing with uh, a switch. <laughs> you came up with that joke. Three days ago, and you couldn't wait to tell it. And you were so amused by it, weren't you? Didn't, he, didn't even waste it on Twitter. Didn't even waste it on Twitter. <laughs> that well, I'll tell you what. That's some self-control right there. Yeah, because I figured I had already, uh, <clears throat> I'd already uh, engaged in Twitter greatness with the change a letter, ruin a TV show hashtag hashtag when I. Went with Saturday Night Jive. <laughs> I didn't feel the need. I didn't feel the need to also use the switch joke. <clears throat> Sweet. I was more proud of my mine that I put up that was called Rash. Yeah. yeah that was funny. <laughs> oh, God. You know. Funny. It was, it was I don't funny think you all found it times. that funny. Yeah. I had already seen it 49 times. Nobody stole it. Everybody thought of it. It was good, though. <laughs> I'll tell you what, hey, man. There's a lot of differences between you and I. I know, and we're going to have to get into that next week, aren't we? We are, aren't we? 
It's going to be the Odd Couple show next week. Yes. So that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. So you know, everybody thinks we're just exactly like a couple of juvenile, <laughs> immature comedy guys. But uh, oh no, no, there's a lot of differences. Fly over country. Yeah, <laughs> lots of differences. So they go much deeper than just you know the fact that <laughs> you don't care for cuddling and I'm the world's greatest cuddler. That's that's yeah. just the tip of the iceberg right there. Yeah. And, you know, as mad as I am, or I seem to be, I'm I'm an optimist. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Always looking on the uh the positive, the positive uh, side of things. I'm I'm a little mm-hmm. on the cynical side. Yes, you are. Little. Little. So that's coming up next week, folks. And, of course, you can also be entertained at IWSradio.com some days during the week. And, uh, Matt, that's another big – I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I did – I made the plunge. (laughs) I made the change. You can now find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash J-A-Y-M-A-N-I-W-S. I did it. Oh, holy cow. I did it. I changed it. And I even remembered my password. (laughs) Cubs win. Cubs win. (laughs) Yeah, well, all right then. I think it's time. All right then, J-Man. Take us out of here. I think it's time to play a little music. Our show closed this week from Neil Ennis. In the Monty Python classic, How Sweet (laughs) to Be an Idiot.
Yeah. That was beautiful, wasn't it? Bye, everybody.